This is a life-changing message by the Apostle General Sam Crenshaw Ankara. Stay tuned. Sermon title this morning is holding the horn of the altar. Holding the horn. I have in my hands a very powerful horn from Israel. Holding the horn of the altar. And now pay yes, I'm going to say, Ubekutabenbeno, Ewa for Mukano, Esso. The Hebrew word for altar is elevated position. Say Hebrew for etre, a for mukaswa. Etre biabia ekron and I say biabia yepeja akos. A place that is lifted and elevated. So the first thing you must know that your altar is higher than you. Your altar is bigger than you. Amen. Your altar is elevated. Kamaso bitaya madu raba. Clap your hands and shout, I receive it. I receive it. You, you can't run to anything you are bigger than. Whatever you run to must be bigger than you. It must be higher than you. An altar is an exalted position. In the realms of the spirit. Another Hebrew rendition of altar is to approach, to approach, to approach. So putting the two definitions together, we will say that an altar is an elevated position or place that you approach for what? For help. Divine spiritual help. The altar. Hebrew, I just hear back on to say, Bia, and you put a corner, Bia, and Nantico, and this is a Mianuno album one at Jesse, Bia, a crow, a Yanantia, and I say, Yakoho, and Mania, do me a free homono, a Bayanso, Bia, a crow, a Yakoho. God made a covenant with his altar in Exodus chapter 21 verse number 14. Exodus chapter 21 verse number 14. Amplified. Amplified. Exodus chapter 21 verse number 14. Look, look, at, look at the covenant God has placed on his altar. And, and if by now you have never understood the potency and the power of the altar, I am here to renew your mind because we are going to do 21 days of prayer and fasting the week of the altar. Se unyante aforumuka asia ena no pei mede mosi huma tosu mienu etia dio no ba kunchimo yedu na e ba ba kira wo senia yewura na sa na wote yekomu a ye ba urade anim e wona aforumuka yi ubehu senia mo aforumuka no eso na ekron efa Look, look at one of the law, the first mention, the law of first mention, as far back as in Exodus. Look at the law of Moses, the Levitical law of Moses. Look at what the law says. But if a man acts intentionally 
against another and kills him by design through treachery. You are to take him from my altar to which he may have fled for protection so that he may be put to death. That's the law. The law of first mention. If the person has committed murder, punishment for which he must be punished, once he goes to the altar, you can't touch him. And so to, for you to punish him, take him away from the altar before you can kill him. But as long as he remains on the altar, nala, you can't touch him. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know who is chasing your life and I don't know who is chasing your family. We are telling them that the game is over because the altar is here. Clap your hands and scream like you believe the word. Yes! Yes! That's the law. The altar is a place of protection. Once the person is at the altar, he is exempted from death. The only way you can kill him is remove him from the altar. Ladies and gentlemen, if there is any plan of the devil is to prevent you from coming to the altar this, in this fasting. It's to cut you away from your father's altar. But clap your hands and scream and say, the devil is a liar. Tell some proud shout and say, I am connected. And I have taken my place already, already from today, from today, throughout this week, throughout this week, 21 days, 21 days, and 2024. 20, 2024. I am on the altar. I am on the altar of my father. Of my father. Devil, devil. It is over. It is over. Clap your hands and scream with shout of joy. Who can stand against the Lord? so what do you say? I feel where I'm going to Abraham, the father of faith, he built an altar. Abraham, what did the altar do for Abraham? His altar was the reason why at the age of 100 and Sarah 90, they could still produce a child. The altar spoke for them. Yes. It was on the altar at Mount Moreh that God entered into everlasting covenant with Abraham and said, your generation shall prosper forever and ever and ever. And that covenant is, has been fulfilled till today. Amen. Abraham's altar spoke. Can I suggest to you that your altar will speak for you? Yes. Can you clap your hands and say, My altar, my altar, my father's altar, my father's altar, speak for me, speak for me. But with some year, Radia, Esa for Muka, Yana Abraham, Essie, Ewo, 
Mora, we ponosunti, eradicate and say, Abraham, when you are sifu in Nara, Mubedi, Mubedi, Ebesiana, ye didn't cost why Abraham, I would say, Oh, Tano, eh, Cassa, and Safar Mukia. I see ya, I want Mora, be ponosuno, Safar Mukano, and Aswa, a Cassamano. Moses built an altar. Of all the altars of the patriarchs, two are very popular. Two are very popular. The altar of Moses and then the altar of Solomon. Now, the altar of Moses was popular because Moses was a trained architect. So he designed the, uh, the, the altar himself. And Moses' altar is the one that the Israelites adopted, having the four horns at the corner. So Moses' altar is four. And then at every corner is the horn. So there are four horns. There are four horns. And don't forget that this year we are dealing with the number four. That is why we are beginning our, our week of the altar tomorrow, the first four days. I was looking for, for uh, uh, a creation, a creation that has wings. And then the spirit of the Lord dropped the bee, the bee. It has wings. And so we'll start straight away with the honey because honey is coming from the bee which has wings. Yes. And you know already when two wings are made available, then you are about to be lifted from the persecutor Jesus. and the devourer and you are going to be placed in the place of safety. I receive and it. so we are going to do first four days of unleavened bread and the, and the honey. Unleavened bread and the honey. Unleavened bread and the honey. First four days. Four for creation. Four for the earth. This year, this year, you want to mix up with your fasting and eat a lot of fruit because fruit is the product of the earth. Vegetables, vegetables is the product of the earth because the Lord is about to open the earth to swallow anybody who is after your life. Yes! Clap your hands and say, I hear the prophetic direction. I hear the prophetic so direction. I've dropped the first prophetic direction. I've dropped the first one. We are dealing with a, a creation of God that has wings. And uh, we can't eat butterfly. Uh, because Alan Chiramanti will not allow us to eat his butterfly. And so we are going to eat the honey. Which comes from the bee. This year... We shall fly over the mountains and our enemies cannot pull us down. We receive it. The clapping is not enough. Yeah. And Tina Papa Bianca, I want Tabaya, or didn't make her name on the say, Yanya Boya, a war, Asa, and that decay, and that decay, Natasum, and Nocosunino, Yadia Bobby, a pretty be a Juma, Natasa, a war, a fear one, and only a Bayer Juma, a boa or two, a fear way over two, a fear way over Cosro, Nababi or Becono, whatever to me, Mel Bebiarada, as I said, who want Tabai, now the baby two. First four days, tomorrow to Thursday. The and unleavened bread and honey. And then they are kind of our country. A pity, and I said, a bodoa is any war. Four, four, four horns. Four, the number for creation. Four, 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 four. 
And I etch hammer a body, and dear papa see a body who never be the Jumay, Saya, and Riaba, Saya Atosodia, Nina, if you are body moon, and Nedica and Nano, and only a debated Juma. Solomon's author was also very, very popular. Why? Because by Solomon's time, he was so wealthy and was so rich, he used brass and gold to build his altar. So Moses' altar was rich wood with horns at the corner. And I'll be, I will be telling you why you must be holding the horn of the altar shortly. The, my message is entitled Holding the Horn of the Altar. What did Moses' altar do? Moses' altar was the one responsible for breaking 450 years of slavery and checking them into the land of promise. The altar. David's altar. David's altar. So the, his citizens were dying through through uh, a case of uh, diseases and uh, plagues. And then when he built his altar on Aruna's threshold. Bible says the death ceased immediately. The altar came through for him and said, Enough is enough. People don't die on this altar. Oh, but with some year, Radia, Emma David, David, I'm from Mukano Abaye, and Brana is a four yari yari, Yari Biana to Bianua Wu, and to Riatimakasia, Elkum Nipa, and Brad David, the S. Sina for Mukape, and Waharina Sazape. But I like Solomon's Solomon's altar. Solomon's altar was the one responsible for bringing wealth and prosperity and money to Israel. Solomon's altar. Oh, Solomon so Solomon, <laughs> Two powerful men went to the altar. One is called Adonijah. The other one is called Joab. Who are these powerful men? Adonijah was the senior brother of Solomon. And uh, he felt that by right he must succeed his father David. And he had certain rebellious people who joined him and made him king and anointed him and they had started partying. So he had actually taken over the throne of his father David. Then, by prophetic transformation and movement, the prophet Nathan intercepted and said, King David, your throne has been stolen by your son Adonijah, but you made a promise that it is Solomon who must be king. 
Then David instructed Nathan, go to the city center, take Solomon, put him on my horse, anoint him, proclaim him king. And it was done. And the trumpet blew. And the celebration, Solomon had become king. Then Adonijah heard the news that Adoni, hey, your father David has empowered Solomon. Solomon is king. What did Adonijah do? Adonijah ran to the altar and held the horn of the altar. And here was what happened. First Kings chapter number one. First Kings chapter number one and verse number 50. First Kings chapter number one and verse number 50. First Kings chapter number one, verse number 50. Now Adonijah was afraid of Solomon. So he arose and went and took hold of the horns of the altar. And it was told Solomon, saying, Indeed, Adonijah is afraid of King Solomon. For look, he has taken hold of the horn of the altar, saying, Let King Solomon swear to me today that he will not put his servant to death with the sword. Then Solomon said, If he proves himself a worthy man, not one hair of him shall fall to the earth. But if wickedness is found in him, he shall die. Verse 53. Because of the horn of the altar. So King Solomon sent them to bring him down from the altar. And he came and fell down before King Solomon. And King Solomon said to him, go to your house. Hey. The altar saved Adonijah. Because there was a law that they were operating under. The law of don't touch anybody who comes to the altar. The law of don't, don't, don't touch anyone who comes to the altar's pregnancy. The law of don't touch their marriage. Don't touch their children. Don't touch their finances. There, there is a law that is speaking for you. Except that you do not know how to utilize that law. Oh, but we somewhere. I'm somehow for so Nasana don't need Solomon I don't need send you a Solomon and Solomon so Solomon don't a formukana kasama adonija de adonija wonya faundi adonija umanya faundi adonija unyetsanya faundi adonija wetuma no so anya faundi so why is the horn of the altar so powerful enti asembisane ni adena mbemben a ewa formukana so no e wotu mi sey the altar was established to receive the sacrifices of the people because that's where they meet God. So those of you who don't believe in tithing, change your definition. Those of you who don't believe in altar sacrifices and covenant, you better renew your mind. The first reason why the altar was established was to be a place of humanity meeting divinity through sacrifices. 
Aforumu kaso eni yesi ya nyangu pono, ewa aforubodi yamu. Aforumu kaso ni yadi afori yaba, ehone ready to me yesi ayi. Eni zawa jimbi ewa aforumu kehu, so biwa aforumu kaso, so bi edeni tuswodi aba aforumu kaso no sakawa jing. Esanza aforumu kani yabia yesi ya tumia, ewa tumingi na yesi ewa honum. So if they slaughter the animal for the sacrifice and they place the animal on the altar, then there are pipes leading to the four corners of the altar. And then the horn of the Lord is fixed at the corners. So the blood, the blood, the blood would then run through those pipes and then run out through the horn. And so number one, the horn represents the lamb, the animal that has been slaughtered, a shadow of Christ for salvation. And then the blood running through the horn, the horn, the horn now becomes the place to seek justice, the place to seek divine intervention. The horn becomes the symbol of deliverance, the symbol of salvation because of the blood running through the horn. So number one, the horn becomes the symbol of salvation. Two, symbol of deliverance. Three, symbol of justice. You seek justice on the altar. The horn. David said in Psalm 1, in Psalm 92, in Psalm 89, Psalm 92, Psalm 89, he said, you have exalted my horn like the wild ox. My horn is exalted. And the following verses, thou has anointed me with oil. And so that is why everywhere you see the horn, the horn also symbolizes authority. It symbolizes power. It symbolizes anointing, the oil. It also stands for exhortation. You have exhorted me like the horn of a wild bull. Afro body mu say the Ojai and answer for body afro body be about for Mukanoso. Nessa you chat a minute, and my moja sonia. A moja no can be a faso, a far bembeno, I want a nine no more. Nessa moja no far bembeno, and Nessiagua. No moja no ababe, Jinahobia, Diabia, Ejinaho, Emma, Perperia, Ejinahoma, Mobrohunu, Ejoma Christua, or the Moja Babaji and Quam. Sir, I bembem Cromaso, and I'm going to Femua, Echelse, or Slamitreso, and in war. Na mi kruwa ayo ma ebuso enu no abempenu abempenu ejira mese obenya ofa hudie eboponi enyinara emu so the first law of mention says so so they went and told solomon solomon adonijah has taken hold of the horn on the altar solomon said ah papa you will have me this guy is after my throne and he deserves to die but because the law is speaking for him, because he's holding the horn of the altar, because the blood through the horn is speaking for him, because, because the horn is a symbol of salvation and deliverance. Ask him to come. He said, Adonija, the altar has saved you. Amen. But go home and behave yourself. If you misbehave, you will be killed. 
Adonijah went and behaved himself for a short while. After that, he came asking for Abishah, David's last concubine before he died. And he said he wanted to marry Abishah. And then Solomon said, hey, I told you to go to your house in peace. Now you want my father's concubine. After asking my father's concubine, the next thing you are going to ask is my throne. So, guess where Solomon authorized Adonijah to be killed? Adonijah was taken by surprise in his house. Because if Adonijah heard that Solomon wanted to kill him, he would run back to the altar. So, Solomon said to Benia, Benania, go to his house. This guy, his house has no altar. Kill him. The, the day you cut yourself from your father's altar, the enemy will pounce upon you. The altar is your place of security Amen. and protection Amen. and preservation Amen. by law. Esamra the second powerful man who sought refuge on the altar is called Joab. Joab was the commander of David's army. He fought many battles for David and won many battles. Joab, I was then when Adonijah rebelled, Joab was one of those who empowered the hand of Adonijah to rebel against the wish of David. And Adonijah almost wrested the throne from Solomon's hand because of the help that Joab gave him. Use this for your meditation tomorrow in your prayers. First Kings chapter 2 verse number 28. First Kings chapter 2 verse number 28. First Kings chapter 2 verse number 28. First Kings. Then news came to Joab, for Joab had defected to Adonijah, though he had not defected to Absalom. So Joab fled to the tabernacle of the Lord and took hold of the horns of the altar. What are you doing with your altar? What are you doing with your altar? 
Benenea. So Benenea, the son of Jehoiada, saying, Go, strike him down. Verse 30. So Benenea went to the tabernacle of the Lord and said to him, That sayeth the king, Come out. The instruction was, Go, strike him. But Benenea knew that when you are on the altar, you can never be struck, you can never be touched. So he said, Joab. Come out from the altar. Joab said, no. Kill me here. So, Benenia went back to Solomon. He said, sir, he refuses to leave the altar. He's still holding on to the horn of the altar. And he said, if we will kill him, we should kill him there. Solomon said, kill him on the altar. Then king, the king said to him, Do as he has said, and strike him down, and bury him, that you may take away from me. And from the house of my father, the innocent blood which Joash shed. So there are reasons why he died. First, rebellion. Second, he has shed innocent blood. Who are the innocent blood? The next verse. The next verse. So the Lord will return his blood on his head because he struck down two men more righteous and better than he and killed them with a sword. Abner, the son of Ner, the commander of the army of Israel and Amasa, the son of Jetha, the commander of the army of Judah, though my father David did not know it. Verse 33. Their blood shall therefore return upon the head of Joab and upon the head of his descendants forever. But upon David and his descendants and upon his house and his throne, there shall be peace forever from the Lord. So Benaniah, the son of Jehoiada, went up and struck and killed him on the altar. With his own, and was buried in his own house in the wilderness. Three warnings. Three warnings. Three warnings. Number one, a potent altar hates rebellion. Powerful altar does not countenance rebellion, rebels. Asheye nzamba kuni, eradia forumukano, empengro for esori etia tumi biara, usori etia tumiya, aforumukano enu enyaji koko koko. The first reason why Joab, the altar didn't save him, 
was that number one, he had rebelled against King Solomon on whose altar he had gone to take refuge. How dare you when you are fighting me and undermining me and betraying me and fighting every instruction I give. Then you come to my altar. Kai, 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 kai. Don't deceive yourself. The altar doesn't like rebels. The first sin, he had rebelled against Solomon because he went to join Adonijah against Solomon. So that's the first sin. Not leave the two men. I'm, I'm coming to the two men. Solomon. The second thing the author doesn't want. The altar does anything you come to the altar to ask. That's the law. So Adonijah said, I cannot die. I'm holding the horn of the altar. He was spared. Joab said, I won't come down. Kill me. So his prayer was answered at the altar. Because the altar does what you speak. Next week, we'll be looking at nine things that the author wants to hear only. Nine. If you come to the author, stop speaking nonsense. And speak proper things. Because the author hears and the author yeah. responds. Amen. The author is the place God resides. The author carries the power of God to deliver, to save. The author is the place of justice. Stop messing around on the altar and be serious. Tomorrow, pray like, like life and death. Pray your heart. Because the altar wants to hear your voice. Ask God for something. Amen. First warning The altar doesn't like rebels Rebellion Stubbornness Unforgiveness Gossips 
envy, jealousy. The author doesn't like those things. Kokobo. Aforumukano empo bio. Osoriti empeniniye. Aforumukano empen konkonsedie. Aforumukano empen meti meti weti makami. Aforumukano empen nanti tuja biara. Enti uba. Seye eni ni audeba honum. Number two. The, the altar the altar doesn't want flesh unbiblical request kill me I want to die on the altar oh if that's your prayer oh please come my altar will respond quick the only thing is that when you die that foolish, the people don't know why you have died and they think there's no power in the church. That's the only thing that gets me angry. So, Baba, Afromo Keso, now Beke can send me a phone, and Radicumina Mabre will be asking, Oh, wow, who will send you on Pi Botan Obeya? Now, so the Pertiatre and Tiasia, and what can say, Do me be a any a Radi, Afromo Canoso. But here is the other one that today I want to settle this matter because people don't understand. The order is the place to seek justice. To seek justice. Are you aware that there are some people here who are so poor who can never hire lawyers to go and seek justice for them in our courts? Because they are, fight, they are fighting against powerful people. People of influence. Powerful. They don't have money to hire lawyers. Are you aware that there are people who don't have money to fight certain powerful people who are taking their lands? Their wives, their children, their houses, suppressing them, oppressing them. Where do you want those people to go? Today, I want you to know that the altar is the place that the weak and the vulnerables come to seek justice. intervention. Have you noticed that today you are not interested in singing at all? Kofi. Because nobody wants to miss one sentence. Kofi, Kofi, please rest, rest, rest. Today, we want to hear things. Rest with your songs. <laughs> oh, but the one that is coming is even more serious. The one that is coming. Solomon said, Benaniah, Commander Abner and his family Commander Amasa and his family, they are seeking justice because of this what Joab did to them. What did Joab do? It was Abner 
who introduced David to Saul. When David killed Goliath, and then the, King Saul asked, whose son is this? Whose son is this? It was Abner who went and looked for David and said, come, the king is looking for you. So he introduced David to Saul. But at that time, the kingdom was divided into two, Judah in the south, and then Samaria and Israel on the north. And Saul was controlling the north, and his commander was Abner. And then David was controlling the south, and his commander was Joab. Then, when Abner thought that, look, it was time for Israel to merge as one nation. So he went to David and told David, David, I think it's about time that Israel became one. So I am going to tell the new king after the death of Saul because he's misbehaving. And I want to bring the whole Israel under your feet. And this is prophecy to be fulfilled. David must become king of Israel because Samuel had anointed him years before. Years before. Years before. I prophesy. Every prophecy upon your life will come to pass. I receive it. It doesn't matter how long. Jesus. If you are the one I am talking to, clap your hands and shout, I am the one. I am the one. Abner when Abner came to submit his army to David and he was going, Joab began to fear for his future because Abner was a powerful military man. And so if there was going to be a joint army, then it was more likely that Abner was going to become the commander. And Joab was so afraid and insecure. He was insecure. There are many of you that are insecure. Be careful that somebody doesn't come to the altar to seek justice. Be careful. Abna, Odin, the Soda for Babaka, David, the Soda for no, as the independent Joab, I come to you and say, Hey, Nessa Abna, who didn't say Abba, Namidia, if I'm a Mechina, and if I'm a Moor, your papa says, Say, yeah, no one won't go on Fia, say, yeah, no one can send out the infant or dinner, and say, Obey, and do Baba for Mukaso. Then he said, he said, Abner, please come, come. I want to have a word with you. And Abner, Abner came with a, 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 a genuine heart, a heart of naivety and simplicity. And then Joab took the sword and killed him. The thing pained David. And he said, I am innocent about the blood of Abner. May Abner's blood be on Joab. Years later, Justice was sought for Abner on the altar of God. Amen. Joab, I come to you, Yenti. I don't suffer Abner. I have never prayed. Since I have been with the Andi Abra, Abner, I come and find. Nitrimu find. Odua, 
Joab and the Kuma Abinai, and the devil say, Ah, the other way, media, Mesa and Ka Abina, and Mojahunda, Nasamojano, and the other Koya. What could that for Mukahumpua, Yakunu, Ewahoi? Amasa was another soldier who joined Absalom against David. But when their coup d'etat failed, Amasa repented and then came to submit back to David. And so David gave him an assignment to organize the army of Judah for a battle. And Hamasa was doing well. When Joab heard that David had given Hamasa an assignment, then he went and said, Hamas, I hear you want to see David. What did David say? No, David said I should organize the army. Uh, and, then in a, uh, and then he drew the sword from his back and killed Hamasa because of insecurity, because of jealousy. Amasan so aye, so then you penny and now what about Absalom? Now Absalom, you know, David, I didn't become a soldier for him. A friend who posted, oh, Amasan, but what did he just laugh when him? Now you inform him, Koku. Abner, Joab, Tia, Papa, Papa, Joab, say, Amasabra. Now call him David. One day, no, can I say, oh, because I be here, be biafa. Or far, the pure one, or the one Amasan, a yefrumu, a kunu, a nipamianu, and a Joab, a kumamu, a wo Israel, memu. The thing. Pain David. He said, Joab, what, what, is, what is wrong with you, Joab? How do you kill innocent people like that? David said, Now, Joab, the empire house, and conform with the fine, fine, I didn't Abner's family went to the altar. Abner Bussia Fonso, Eka Formucanso, Amasa's relatives went to the altar. Amasa Bussia Fonso, Eka Formucanso, they said, God intervened. We are pleading for justice. Yes, Joab is too powerful. We can fight him. Joab, But let your order fight Joab. That's one prayer topic, mine. Pastors have been introducing during the week of the altar. I, personally, I don't like those prayer topics. I, I don't like them. We are going to pray that anyone who is against us, the Lord should kill them by fire. Kill them. By, when they, pray, they introduce that prayer topic, I don't pray. Because there are some of you that are so spiritually foolish that when I come to the altar, and I am hurt and I am in pain and I'm asking God for justice when I mention the name that I want God to punish you hear and you go and tell them that hey today they prayed in royal house chapel against you you are foolish you are foolish the next time I am in pain and I come to the altar and I ask God for justice you go and tell my enemies that I'm seeking justice against them, you will become part of my enemies. I am in pain. Somebody is hurting me. And I've come to the altar and it's between me and my God. Then you want to go and make a concern that I am praying against him. You are a devil. May you become a victim of my altar. Yes. Oh, but we say me here. Many are praying about my 
we do it secretly because God must answer the prayer secretly and he takes the glory. The best you can ask is that when they gather, the Lord should scatter them. That's why it's a good prayer. The Lord make their plans Known and void. It's a good prayer. Lord, take away their powers. It's a good prayer. Lord, the money that they have that they are using to manage, take the money from them. It's okay. But if you ask God to kill them openly, there are people who will go and tell them that, hey, they are praying against you to die. And when I'm kneeling on my altar, and I am praying and I'm mentioning somebody's name and you eavesdrop. Be careful. You will become an enemy yourself. When you come to the altar, you need to concentrate on your prayer. And let me pray my prayer. I know the way I am hurting and I know those who are hurting me. And I know that's, uh, those that I want God to deal with them subtly and quietly and peacefully so I can have my peace. Don't come and eavesdrop. You, you, you eavesdrop my prayer, you are a witch. I will add you to my altar justice. Here's another warning. Those of you that become irritated when someone is coming to the altar to seek the face of God and the person is jumping and the person is praying, then you become agitated and you start a view. And Papa, you're treading. What would they say? Be careful. Somebody will bring you to his altar on a altar. You don't know what she's going through. You don't know why she's praying the way she's praying. You don't know why she's crying the way she's crying. You don't know why she's rolling on the ground. You don't know why she's crying. Mind your business. The altar is the place to seek justice. She has nowhere to go. He has nowhere to go. He has no money to fight the powerful. It is the altar. That's where she belongs. Stop being foolish. Say ye, say ye, let's be about from Castle Ayan Yatia, and never be more winning and Cassandra Mamma, where they know your mammy where they be. So we hear one back and a tafo, or no pet and no nimmy or nemo, or no pet and no nimmy a cosso, or no pet and no near Radicasa, say ye and one Cassantiano, and yes, sir, Baba can a tafo. Here is another thing the altar doesn't want. Here is another one. 
Those of you, when they call for other sacrifices, and people are coming to give 100,000, 50,000, 20,000, 30,000, and then you sit there, and then you start gossiping about them, and you start ridiculing them. He wants people to know that he has got money. Every day they call the altar, he's going there, he's going there. Shut your dirty mouth. I curse you today. If you gossip about somebody who is coming to the altar to give sacrifice, you will be poor the rest of your life. I curse you. I curse you. Because you are foolish. You are foolish. You are preventing the person from accessing the throne. Don't you know that the altar was made for sacrifice? And if you don't have it, sit down. God will have mercy upon you. If somebody has and the person is giving, please allow the person and stop gossiping and stop belittling and stop being spiritually ignorant. The altar doesn't want that. Say, yeah, the one Obia. Go ahead, clap your hands. Today, God is working on your heart. God is is preparing you. You have victory on the altar. This 21 days week of the altar, your petition shall be granted unto you. The Lord will stretch out his hand upon you. Once you hold the horn of the altar, death is removed. Poverty is removed. Shame is removed. What you say on the altar, that is what God will grant to you. If you want to die, come and ask God for it. If you want to be poor, come and ask God for that. But if you want deliverance, that's the altar for you. Salvation, that's the altar for you. Deliverance, that's the altar for you. Our altar, and I don't want you to forget, others also have altars. Others have thrones, and they'll be fighting us. But your throne, your altar is in an elevated position. Your altar is lifted. Your, your altar is the place you can approach for help. Help is coming. Help is coming. Help is coming. Run to the altar. Run to the altar. When you come, you are praying. When you come, you are shouting. When you come, you are screaming. When you come, don't come quiet. Don't be quiet. Say something. Seek justice. Ask God for intervention. Pray. Lift up your voice. Be aggressive. Be aggressive. Be serious. Be aggressive. Your healing is on the altar. Your miracle is on the altar. Your grace is on the altar.
Tomorrow, my prayer topic number one. Listen. I don't need to introduce. As soon as I take the microphone, start praying. My prayer topic number one. Lord, I am holding the horn of your altar. Oh, Jesus. Don't let my enemies triumph over me. Lord, I'm holding the horn of the altar. Give me victory over my enemies. If you like this prayer topic, I want to see you here tomorrow. If you don't want it, please stay away. Atina and you must be here. And Papa Dika Radia, Mikitawa Benua for Mukaniso, and Mamata for Enyami de Biarata, and Mamanim was the Omatan for Nim. Shamasina won't hope every Matan for them. Open Sampa Boy Atina and Yumrebra, and this idea probably. This morning, I will let only one person touch this horn. Bring this woman. I'll keep this horn in my office throughout the 21 days of prayer and fasting. The Lord knows the battle that you are fighting. And the Lord knows that you are celebrating 30 years of royal ladies. The Lord knows what you need. But your hands have held the horn. The horn of the altar. The blood in the horn will speak for you. The oil in the horn will speak for you. The covenant in the horn will speak for you. Payalobosakade. Mahadosia need. The war is in your favor. The battle is in your favor. Because there is an order that is speaking for you. The blood in the horn. The oil in your horn. Your horn is exalted. Yes. Because you are standing on an exalted position. Jesus. And help is coming. Yes. You will defeat all of them by the power of the blood. Yes. By the time your altar finishes with Jesus. them. Jesus. And by the time your covenant finishes with them. Come on now. And by the time your exalted home finishes with Jesus. them. Jesus. They will know that you set a mighty God. Yes, Lord. Lift up your hands. Yes, and I will run to you to your, your words truth. It's not about mine. It's not about mine. It's not about mine. But by my spirit. Of God, yes, and I will run the race. Yes, I will run the race till I see your face. Till 
General on Twitter at Sam Crunchy, Facebook and Instagram, Sam Crunchy Anchor. Share your prayer requests and testimonies via info at royalhousechapel.org. Royal House Chapel, touching our generation with the power of God. God richly bless you. Yeah.